Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right. You know where you are? We know where we are. We're at. This is Mark and Jerry BS Sessions. And we got yes. a guest from Black Spinner Circle, Mr. Uh, Andy Rodriguez. What's up, brother? Hey, man. Nothing much. Thanks for having me on. Um, I've been excited all day. And um, so I'm ready to go. I'm so honored to be here at the BS Sessions with you, too. Thank you, uh, we're, we're lucky to have you on, brother. Yeah, man. But before we get into our subject today, we're doing uh, our top six live albums. Yep. Before we get into that, we have some other things. I know this, I, I forgot about this when I wrote this down, but the Guns N' Roses box set started out as $1,000, didn't it? I... Yeah. I wouldn't pay anything for a box set from us. Yeah, it's the it's I'm box set it out, man. I mean, when is enough enough? <laughs> well, when Rush put out that movie, I, pictures, knew, I knew you're gonna say that. I yeah, had to get that one, but everyone else I skipped. But I mean, ugh. but when it but said what it, are they gonna put in the box set? Huh? No, what are they gonna put in the box set? I think it's uh it's appetite for destruction and they cl- include lies. But they took out that one song on there where they talk about homosexuals and shit. They yeah, that is one in a million. One in a million. They took that mm. off the set. So yeah. I'm like, why would but I want to buy something that's a... You probably get a sticker or a coaster or something, too. With yeah, I don't know, man. But it, I remember when it was $1,000. Now they lowered it to 400 But why? Still, no way. I would I would rather buy the black the black album box set for 200 bucks. Dude, I could I buy 100 albums, 100 albums for that price, man. Yeah, oh, and besides like, that, Lies is one of the laziest albums I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a album. I enjoyed Lies, but I wouldn't miss live covers. Yeah, I think Guns N' Roses is the most uh, overrated band in history. Yeah, you know, they are. I, I like them, I love Appetite for Destruction, yeah. I love Your Illusions One and Two, but after that, there's nothing. Well, I like Chinese Democracy. I, I don't love it, but I like it. It's a good album to me. It's just not you know, Guns N' Roses. Are they working on new stuff? Yeah, mentioned it. Yeah, they released those two songs, but I found out they were from the Chinese Democracy era. So oh, it's not really that. Slash, and uh, they're played on it, I guess, but it's not really. Why aren't they song. fucking making new music, man? Well, Slash says they have stuff written for a new album. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I'd I don't, give it a listen. I give it a listen too, and, and maybe it'll be good. But yeah. I don't know. Axel like got in his head too much with Chinese Democracy, and yeah. fucking waited what twenty years, ten years to make that yeah. or something. It's like you see, when I thought that they were gonna be working on a new album, I was hoping it'd be coming out, but then Slash came out with four. So yeah, four rules. I saw them live, and yeah. they're amazing. And that delayed it more. So you know, who knows what's going to happen with those guys. Yeah, I have There's no idea. Appetite for, for destruction. It's horrible, man. I'm just like fucking. Uh, I'm waiting Come for my guys. I'm feel, I'm 50 years old. I need to hear some new guns music before I go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to hear some unreleased Rush out, out songs. I bet they have them, man. I know I they, they have a, t- a truckload of them somewhere. I know they have shit t- demos. You know, 
they could release a live album for every year and I'll just buy it. <laughs> so do you think that they'll release uh, a um, album? Rush? Rush? With, you know, like old stuff that, that, that was never released? I have no idea because Neil Peart isn't there and he was kind of the boss of that shit, I think. You know, like, I don't think he would release stuff that wasn't ready. Right, right, exactly. I don't know. Al would probably be our expert on that, even though Rush is my favorite band and his favorite band. He's he knows more of the minutia of Rush than I do, you know. Yeah. That fu that fucker that was irritating when we couldn't get him on that show, man. There was a lot of shit I wanted to ask him. Right. When we were on Black Spinner doing the Rush albums, because I want to talk to that dude. He was supposed to be on uh, our podcast with Rush, and he had to go see Tool. Fuck Tool. No, I he like had Tool. to go see Tool. He yeah. had to. <laughs> I know we scheduled this months ago, but he had to go see Tool for the second time in two days. <laughs> No, I like Tool, but I, I just think the singer's kind of like freaking, he's too like artsy fartsy for me on his the way he talks and shit. But like he'll kick people out for filming the concert. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> you know, yeah, you have to kick out everybody, you know, with their cell phones. You have to kick out fucking everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Another just a rock band, you know? Yeah, I put up a. Put, uh, uh, a pick with a black picture with little lights saying breaking live tool footage because <laughs> it's black you ain't gonna see it <laughs> unless they release it but uh we were gonna talk about the first episode of Picard but this dumb fuck didn't watch it over here <laughs> I'm, just joking. I'm just messing with you Jerry I love you brother but uh you didn't watch it so we'll save that for next week but uh we get into 80s pinup girls and video vixens man so what do you what do you guys have? I'll go with you, uh, uh, bleh, Andy. <laughs> well, um, do you want me to go through them all or just pick one? No, no. Just talk about one. Just talk all about right. one. Yeah. Um, my um, I guess my pinup girl of the '80s, of course, was Alyssa Milano from um, Who's the Boss? Oh, she got better when she went into um, when she went into it. Charmed. That's when yeah, I said, oh, God, Sam's not a tomboy yeah. anymore. Oh, Alyssa, my God. Yeah, Liz is hot. She's I follow hot. her on TikTok, even though she's a little crazy with politics. You know, I like, she says some good stuff. I don't freaking sit there and say, fuck this person, because they don't believe in what I believe. I, I listen to all sides, man. You know, she's a little uh, out there. Uh, when it comes to that charm show, who else were the other girls? I know it was her, Shannon Doherty. And there were a couple more. Who were they? Oh, um, the girl that was on that. She had that machine gun for a leg. What's her name? Uh, in that Sin City movie. Oh, uh, she's she's the one who got. Uh, I know her, man. Can't uh, think of her name. I can't remember her name, and I follow her on Instagram. I know. <laughs> she's got I hate blonde, that. She got short blonde hair now. Oh God, let me look her up. Yeah, I'll just look. Yeah, charm I remember girls. that thing that you're talking about with the because that was like those those weird. Movies. I know yeah. some people are going screaming out her name right now, and we're looking like idiots. Are they? <laughs> I just can't think of it. I know I don't know her either. Okay. Uh, but if she was here, I would know who she was. But right. I don't know. Well, she played Paige, right? Paige. Why isn't just giving me her name? Page list of charm characters. Uh, God, well, give me the actresses cast. There we go. Uh, yeah. Rose McGowan. 
Yeah. Well, you know, I was going to. Wow, okay. She you know was what else was in there? I had Michelle in my mind, something, but I, I wasn't even close. Yeah. And she was in Jawbreaker, right? Yeah. Jawbreaker. Okay. Yeah, but you also had uh, uh, Kelly Coco. She came in. Man, at if, the we're end. Talk, if we're talking video girls, man, how can you not talk about Bobby Brown, man? Oh, yeah. Bobby Brown. She's my cherry pie. Fucking uh, once bitten, twice shy. Yeah, man, she was hot. She's still hot though. She's kept her looks up, man. You know what? I was thinking about Lita Ford with her, but dude, she looked bad in that "Kiss Me Deadly" video. She looks better when she got older to me. Really, I thought she was gorgeous in that video. I thought she was gorgeous in that video too, and the album cover, and in the Runaways. You know. Yeah, I don't like any of the girls in the Runaways. Cherry Karina, Lita Ford was the cutest one in there. It's like, what was wrong with with Joan Jett? Joan was cute. (laughs) Joan's cute. She's too tomboy for me, though. She's too tomboy. tomboy. Way too tomboy. She's rock and roll, man. Well, yeah. Yeah. And plus, you have no chance with her because she likes women. So So what? I try anyway. (laughs) You try. (laughs) You go, come on, Joan and uh, and Lita. Let's have a threesome. What about the girls from the ZZ Top videos? Man? Oh, yeah, they were ki- killer, man. The girl they were helping in the legs video, I thought was the cutest freaking thing in the world at the time. I tell no. you, one one girl, one video of Vixen, I didn't like her music, but I just watched the videos just to watch her. Samantha fucking Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the artists of the 80s or the girls that were in the video? Well, the girl, well I'm talking about both, Here man. Oh, okay, video okay, Vixens, okay. man. Video I was Vixens. trying to make sure. Samantha yeah. Fox, Naughty Girls Need Love, too, man. I'm here, yeah. but I'm married. Yeah, I can't do About five years ago, maybe, you know. I'm yeah. that, I'm, uh, I want to have fun all night long. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to have some fun. fun. I want to shake my body. Oh, shake buddy. my body all night God, long. Yeah. 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 I, I like Taylor Dane, too, with that big hair she had. She was, yeah, she was okay. Dude, she was short. She was like 4'10". Or so Samantha Fox. Samantha Fox is short, yeah. too. Man, I found out she was a page six girl, and I looked that up on the internet. And go, ooh, where was this when I was sixteen? <laughs> um, that was um, English, right? Yeah, that English page. magazine. Yeah. you yeah. could go look her. Her, I think it's page six girl. They had her nude in those pictures. Really? Huh. What about you, Mark? Oh, I just said Samantha Fox, man. <laughs> Samantha okay. Fox. I'll, I'll say uh, Tony Katane, I, I was never attracted to her. Really, I was. You know, I I never knew that her was her on the out of the cellar album cover until a few years ago. I, yeah, never I, knew that. I didn't either, but I, I didn't <laughs> know she was freaking the legs in the freaking EP either. So yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, yeah, Tony was pretty hot. Yeah, I remember her from my fa- one of my favorite Tom Hanks movies, Bachelor Party. She was oh cute. yeah, she wasn't cute to me. And the remake of uh, WKRP. WKRP. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. like that either. <laughs> and then she um, had that show, Witchcraft, that, that movie, Witchboard. Witchcraft. Yeah, it was I, Witchboard or Witchcraft? Witchboard? It was Witchboard, I thought. Witchboard, okay. Yeah, the one with the Ouija board, uh, when yeah. it was night, and you would go to your friend's house and do it, yeah. ask questions, and someone would yeah. move it, and uh, spell, yeah. <laughs> they, would, they would spell stupid shit. <laughs> at, least, at least we hope somebody was moving it. <laughs> <laughs> it never was me that moved it, I swear. Uh, I, I never played with those, man. Those are scary. <laughs> demons are real, man. Don't mess with demons, man. They're real. No, man. It was a it was a game board that they they yeah. tore for us. 
I think they had little kids on the cover playing with it, didn't they, at the time? Yeah, yeah the game so. board <laughs> with candles and shit. Hey, man, the, de- <laughs> the, de- the devil is smart, man. He's a sly devil. He gets you into stuff that you think's like tame, and it isn't. He'd be uh, bringing up fucking demons that'll fucking rip your soul out. <laughs> like on the cover, on the cover with the kids playing, it had that yeah. advertisement. Do you want to talk to your great great grandparents? <laughs> <laughs> hey, it tells it tells you in the Bible, man. Demons will act as humans. So, yeah, uh, no, 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 no. I uh, can't angels act as humans because they're here to protect us, man. Demons are already all around us. They're all around us, man. I know there's angels around me and they're going, fuck, Mark, not again. <laughs> I really do feel some kind of presence around me. I really do. I, I do too, presence. man, because there's lots of shit that I should have been in jail for and I never got to jail. And yeah, Mark, you got your angels in face palm right now, man. Oh, especially when I snorted <laughs> the whiskey, they're going like, yeah, exactly. what are you Jesus doing? God. You're not setting a good example here, man. <laughs> They're all like, why do you keep doing this, Mark? Why? Why? <laughs> but I but I know God is saying, man, you're making people laugh. You're you're giving the you're giving the, the laughing out there, man. Yeah. That's a good thing. When and when the world is so fucked up right now, people need to laugh. And I'll fall exactly. down and make you laugh, man. I don't care. Yeah. Always been that way. Yeah. In the mornings I do take time to read um some Bible readings before I head out to work. I, I bought this little thing where you can read the whole Bible in a year. So I'm yeah. following it now. I'm trying to yeah, I, I did that too, but then I just listened to Jack Hibbs, one of my a pastor app called Real Life with Jack Hibbs. You know, I'm not getting too, I don't want to get too freaking yeah. biblical with people on this thing because, yeah. but we have to say who we are or, or he will deny us. So you know who we are. But then um, I want to get to Star Trek, even though we couldn't get to Star Trek for your sister. Uh, Laura Goodwin, <laughs> the last credited actor yeah. in Star Trek, the cage pilot passed away. She played Yeoman James Colt. That's sad, man. I, and I thought about it, and I go, yeah, Spock was in there. <laughs> I go, yeah, he's gone, too. But, dude, I mean, think about it. That was almost 60 years ago, man. <laughs> Doesn't that make you feel old? Because he watched it as kids. And when yeah. we watched it as kids, wasn't it like 10, 15 years old at that time? Yeah, I mean, it's like we're talking about these rock our, you know, our idols and music dying. It's, it's going to happen a lot more, man. Yeah, we're old, too. Like when Shatner <laughs> dies, dude, I'm going to have to take time off of work. Yeah, it's just what? It's just Shatner... Uh-huh. Yeah, Bo- Bones died, Scotty died. Chekhov and Sulu, I think, are the only two. Chekhov, Sulu are still alive, yeah. yeah. But Shatner, dude, it's like, even, I, I'm not too attached with the next generation cast as I am to the original cast. You know, people mm-hmm. say, yeah, next generation is a better show, better graphics. But, dude, back then, Make, you got to yeah. think in the 60s, they did what they could. That was cutting edge shit. To make you feel old, those guys are old too. I know, <laughs> Next generation. Next gener- yeah, I'm watching Picard. We we're going to talk about. It. I ain't going to give any spoilers. But fuck, man. I'm like, dang, he's still yeah. great, Doctor X, Professor X, too, man. Yeah, it's like, man, I, I, I cling to him more as Professor X than I do Picard, even though I do enjoy Picard. And you like Gates McFadden? I never. I don't know, redheads. I, I guess I'm not in the oh, redheads. Case is beautiful, man. Oh. I guess I'm not in the redheads. <laughs> That's why Tawny contained. I like blondes <laughs> and brunettes. <laughs> oh, man. But I, I just wanted to give a, a thing to her. But um, let's get into some football. Something good happened in our division this week. 
some guy who freaking the Seahawks are freaking like had a shitty record. But you know what? They beat us twice this year. Just think if we would have beat one of those games, we would have been have home field advantage against the Rams. Yep. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fucking Russell Wilson, dude, is gone to the Broncos. See ya. Get the fuck out. (laughs) I wonder what they're going to do for a quarterback because they really don't have anybody there. Well, they got I that think they're going to go after Watson. They got so much he draft capital, they might as well try to go after Watson now. That's eh, what I'm thinking. I don't want Watson, dude. I don't want them to get Watson. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Maybe they get Kaepernick, dude. I saw well, video. I don't know what they're doing. They, they, they released freaking Bobby Wagner, and I heard he's rumored to be with the 49ers, but they can afford him. Well, I but, hope uh, they get Bobby Wagner, but he had a great year last year. I know. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to be in. I don't know if they're going to be in re- rebuild mode or not. It depends. I mean, what are you going to do with Metcalf and but I, but I know Tower Pete, Lockett. I know Pete Carroll loves Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, he he gave a look at him, but said he's a starter in this league. I'm not going to get him as Russell's backup. Now yeah. he doesn't have Russell. I guess so. Yeah, they're not Tyler Locke. Come on, come on. He yeah. ain't going to be their starter. He's a he's a career backup quarterback. I could see the Seahawks going after Kaepernick. And you know what? I'd be okay with it. But I wouldn't be okay with it because that fucker would have revenge against us. Well, I did got to Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just going to say that I want the Seahawks to go after Watson because I want my team to move on already. This has gone on too far because I'm a Texans fan. I, I live in Houston. The past four or five years have been just dreadful. Yeah. And yeah, it's, they need to, yeah. And in my coach, it was the general manager. Yeah. And my point of view with watches, it's kind of hard for me to root for a guy that is accused of stuff like this. You know, I just can't. But you got to realize celebrities will be accused of stuff. (laughs) It's like, but there's like, what, 20? (laughs) 20 accusing him? 20 or 23 with same stories. Same stories. LA and Atlanta. But then again, I mean, they're just lawsuits that are stuck somewhere because nothing has moved in these processings. Yeah. It's already been over a year that these accusations came out, and right. now they're still in the same phase. Right. Yeah, I don't yeah. think Seattle – I think Seattle would, would sign Kaepernick over Watson. There's less baggage. And Kaepernick has even said he's not going to kneel anymore, so – you know, give the guy a chance. He can play. I, I People give me shit on Kaepernick. I said, he, what did he – this last year, and he didn't even play a full season because they had that idiot on there. I can't even remember his name. What's his name? Uh, the guy he started for us, like a number one draft pick of somebody. Lance? No. The guy no, who started the Kaepernick. year Kaepernick's last year. Oh, Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. Fuck that guy. The only reason why they put Kaepernick in a starting point because that coach Chip Kelly wanted to save his job and he knew Kaepernick was the best fit. Kaepernick I always I always thought that he would be freaking awesome in, the, in Shanahan's offense, not because it's a running offense. Kaepernick would have been Man. great in Shanahan's offense. You know, I could yep. give a fuck if he's protesting. That's his right. It's fucking America, bitches. Yeah. Let him do what he wants. I, I get all these people say, hey, you just remember the flag. You, just, you know, the flag is there for people to do what he did. Yeah. It's the United States, not your United States. States. You know, just, <laughs> you don't have to agree with him. You can shit yeah. on him all you want, but the guy deserves to play football. He's and a good uh, quarterback. I, 
And um, I think people got the wrong point of view of his protesting. It was more about how the police were using right. the It wasn't and against the And I believe, I believe uh, the Navy SEAL that told him to kneel. Yes, he but he, did, he didn't have to wear those socks that said dye pigs. <laughs> okay, yeah. Or yeah. the shaker. That, the shaker that, was, sure. that was horrible. Respect your police. He did team. some stupid crap. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But. Yes, he did. You know, but he doesn't deserve to be exiled from the NFL. Even they paid him off. You know, but how many knew. years has he been gone? Like four? Yes, but four the guy is now, in yeah. shape. They, he just posted a video of him working out. The guy wants to come back, and he's a multi-millionaire. And he but remember he, did the, remember he did that last year, that interview after the workout? He was yeah. still kind of smug in what he was talking about. He is you know smug. I mean? Maybe he's learned a lesson, man. He's, I don't know. He's I, I really think Pete Carroll's going to sign him. And Possibly. I understand that he's fit and all. But, man, you can't just step on the football field after five years and it just turns on like that. Well, the guy's been practicing. Yeah. He hasn't been, like, laying down on his laurels here. But the guy, his last year, people said, oh, he sucked, he sucked. I go, really? He threw 18 touchdowns and four interceptions in half a season. Hello? Knock, knock. Bueller. The guy, and then I told people that, and, they go, and I showed them the stats. They go, oh, shit. Because they listened to everybody else talk how much he sucked, and they didn't look at the stats. I'm a stat person. I'll look at the stats. The guy did not have a running game. He did not have an offensive line. He got sacked a lot that season, and he still threw 18 touchdowns with four interceptions. The problem is we went to we went into the fourth quarter with leads with him. Our defense was horrible. <laughs> that year. Stats tell you the story of a player. Stats tell you the story what they did. We had leads in what Dak Dak Prescott's first year when he yeah. played Kaepernick. We had a lead in the fourth quarter. Our defense gave up, what, 400 yards? And and he came back on us because our defense was horrible. It's not Kaepernick's fault. And I'm just tired of people making everything political. And that year, too. And that year, it was like Bowman was still trying to get his knee back. Patrick Willett retired. Yeah. That Chris Borland guy, he was an up-and-coming linebacker. He retired because he was scared of getting concussions. Uh, Carlos Rogers retired. I mean, Justin Smith retired. I mean, <laughs> they didn't have a defense. They nobody and, our one, and our one guy went to another team, the, the safety. Um, forgot his name. Uh, oh, uh, the Dante Whitmer. Whitmer. Dante Whitmer. Yeah, he was fucking a hard hitter, man. He reminded me of Ronnie Lott. It's like. I mean, that was a Super Bowl defense, what, a year before that or two years? A Something year, like two years before that, man. Yeah. They, they, were, they were set, but everybody left. Yeah. It's like, what are you supposed to do? Chip Kelly's an okay coach. He's got UCLA running pretty good. Uh, took him a couple of years, but he's a good college coach, man. But you can't blame him. You can blame the general manager at the time. It didn't set him up for success. Yeah. Just like Houston. Your Houston general manager, didn't he get fired? Oh, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that he got fired, but he was also the head coach at the same time. Yeah, it's kind of uh, they should have just they should have just uh separated hired a GM and let him coach. No, but he wanted both he wanted both caps. That never game. that never works. Look at Mike Holmgren no. when he went to Seattle. That didn't work. No. That, that that never works and um never works, it blew, man. It blew up in our faces. He gave out draft picks, he got rid of good players because of personality clashes, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah, so. he was a good coach, though. You got to give him the coach thing. GM, he's horrible. Yeah. You know, well, dude, stick to your GM job. Stick to your coaching job and get rid of the GM. Um, well, the GM were, were clashing, so they got rid of the GM, and yeah. we were without a GM for almost a half a season. And they yeah. just gave them both hats. Yeah, then, that, was, that was stupid. Your owner sucked then. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's our like, owner had passed away at the time. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then, so his son took over. So there was a lot of turmoil going on around the top. So, yeah. Yeah, our owner for the 49ers made a good turnaround because he was about ready to get lynched out of there. But yeah, he made he good decisions the next the next season, and it worked out. You decided to let football people make football decisions. Right. Not yeah, like if, you don't hear, if you don't hear the owner's name, your team is doing something right. Yeah, Jed, Jed York grew up. He he grew I mean, up and he just he signed his coach and his GM to the same length contracts, and let them do football stuff. And, and take note of that, Jerry Jones. You're not supposed to be seen. Well, Jerry Jones is getting su- is like some guy. <laughs> he's another some, one getting sued. Yeah. Some girl came out and said she's his daughter because he paid his mother off to shut up in the nineties. So, nah, really? I didn't yeah. hear. Yeah, that. I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, he. Uh, He's got a girl that's claiming she's Jerry Jones's daughter. I don't think she would claim because there's DNA DNA tests they could do now. So yeah, so, yeah, that takes like thirty minutes now. I think she paid his 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 mother off thirty five thousand yeah. dollars. How much? That's it. Just shut that's up. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Thirty five grand. Thirty five. I'd be looking for seven digits if I was her, man. Yeah, I'd be asking for thirty five million. Yeah. yeah. Man. I, I, I th- it, maybe it's thirty five million, but I don't think he paid that because he's cheapskate, anyways. You know, like I don't know nothing about his family structure. Is he married? Does he have kids? I think he has kids. But. Well, his yeah. kid is running the team now, and his kid talked uh, him out of uh, drafting Johnny Menzel years ago because he was enamored with Johnny Menzel. And look how that. Oh, good out. for him! He should be thankful for that. Yeah, his son said. His son said, "Let's draft Dax." You know, it, smart move, dude. Keep your dad <laughs> out of freaking. His son does do a lot of press releases <laughs> for the team. Yeah, his son's actually the general manager. He, he yeah. and his dad's just the face, kind of. But uh, gotcha. his son's smart, smarter than Jerry. Jerry goes with emotion. I think it's why- Stephen Jones or something like that. Yeah, because if Jerry was smart, he would have kept Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for getting rid of him, though. We we beat your Barry yeah, Switzer really. team. Because everybody, everybody says that Jerry was there that – they wanted a one. I go, dude, Troy Aikman threw, what, three interceptions in that game? Yeah. You got to yeah. blame Troy on that game, not Jabari. No. Well, let's oh, get the to- Niners, they were, they were, they were, they were built. I mean, they bought that team. They needed to win that year. Yeah. So. You hear about Deion Sanders had two of his toes amputated? Yeah, I heard about that. He had some kind of, uh, some, what, from some old surgery or something like that? Something like that, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, wow. It's, what a great athlete Deion was. Best cover corner. Best lockdown corner ever in the league, dude. So, and he, dude, if he would, he could have played baseball or football, dude. Yeah, you know, there was um, a, I was reading an article on um, MLB.com just a couple of weeks ago where he played both with the Falcons, uh, playoff game and in, in the World Series. Flew, yeah, he flew to Pittsburgh to play. I don't think it was a World Series game, but I think it was a playoff game. Yeah, uh, I think it was against the Pirates. Pirates. I think he did that the same thing with the World Series, didn't he? Because did I thought that he just did it the one time where he played both sports in one game. Yeah, I just, one yeah, I think he did it with Toronto in the, the Toronto World yeah. Series too. Oh, yeah. did he? 
Yeah, I did. That's really amazing. I just I just remember him and Andre Risen fighting when he was at the oh the slap fest with their this is my team this is my town. This is he got a thick six that game. I love that thick six he did. That yeah, was he awesome. did the high stepping in her. Running you down know, the south and sideline. <laughs> you know, I can't hate Dion, man. He went to the Cowboys the next year. I can't hate him, man. I Dude, can't, I can never Dion hate Dion backed up everything he did, man. He backed you know? up everything he did, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He, he talked to me, bro. He backed it up. He backed it up, and he played. He played well. He did. He wasn't a lagger. He made Eric Davis a better fucking corner. He was a terrible tackler, but that's about his only weakness. But uh, I think he invented. I think he they invented the term lockdown corner after him. I think. he didn't need to tackle, sure. but yeah. when he needed to tackle, he did tackle though. Man, he would put his, sh- his shoulder in there, and man, he took. And when it came to baseball, he sh- he sure did cover a lot of ground in the center. Oh my yeah. god, he was so fast, dude. Yeah. That guy could steal bases. Yeah. I have one funny memory of Dion. Now they interviewed him before the game, saying a punter. Would never track him down. And that game, guess what happened? Fun tracked him <laughs> Fun down. Chased him down. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yeah, man. So he get... got a couple of toes amputated. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I just read that yesterday. He got a couple of toes amputated. That makes me Dude, sad. What is wrong? I don't, mean to change... I don't mean to change sports on you, but what was wrong with your Lakers, dude? Jeez. It's called to the Rockets, man. <laughs> oh, we did? I didn't even <laughs> notice that. Dude, it's Last called night. it's called R- Russell Westbrook. He's not a fit for the Lakers. Yeah, man. You know, but I'm not going to sit there and call Russell Westbrook an asshole. Or you can't blame or... LeBron. He's scoring 38, 40 points a game. He's doing his job. Dude, but AD is out. Mister Fragile, a- Anthony Davis out with another injury. Dude, that guy is. You know, thank you for the championship, but we need to trade him to get those draft picks back. Because why yeah. he's like in demand because dude that guy, got, guy cannot play a full season and it's like LeBron is already like talking about going back to wherever his son is playing last year he said he wanted to be a Laker for life you know LeBron you're a freaking mercenary man you're a mercenary we, nobody in LA we love you for getting us a championship we we don't cling to you like Kobe Bryant or Shaq or freaking Magic Johnson or freaking Kareem. You because... want to go down as one of the best? Go play with the Rockets next year and give them a championship. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it just, dude, we can't, like, love you because we don't know how long you're going to stay. You've done that with every team you've been with. You're a mercenary, man. You're, you're a hired hand. Hired hand. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like Char- Jordan. Jordan made everybody on his team better. Same thing with Kilby. He made all the guys around him better. It's LeBron like, doesn't have that. It's like what Kuzma said. He said he's tired of looking over his back because he, the coach yeah. or LeBron would be on him if he made one mistake. It's like he's trying to be perfect. Kuzma was yeah. a great defensive player. We're missing defense. You 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 get Trevor Ariza at 36. He ain't the defensive player he used to be. Hold on, stop. Be right back. All right, man. <laughs> it's like, dude, Trevor Ariza is like, dude, he's old, <laughs> 36 has been there for a long time, man. You you know, I, I don't watch basketball like I used to, but but he played for the Rockets for a while too. But um it's been a long time since I've seen basketball and Trevor Rizzo was already old when I was watching. You know? It's already Dude, been but I, um I can't want I can't talk that much basketball, but I, I can talk baseball. Baseline. Yeah, 
I was waiting for Jerry to get to the baseball thing okay. since he left. But I like your stereo in the background. You got a component system there, don't you? What this back here? Yeah. Yeah. But dude, um, I, the last component system I had was in 1999. It got stolen from my house. It was a Fisher. It was one of the first systems with surround sound on it. I didn't even know what the fuck surround sound was back then, so I sold that component. But fuck, that was a great but, system, um, man. But it's a Sony, and uh, the back of it, where the plugs go in, well, I cracked it, so it didn't work that well, so I had to buy myself a, a small one that I've got over here where I could plug everything in. It's like that big. I want but, one of those old nice. freaking components that have the blue needles on it, the shine blue. Yeah, I want that so bad, dude. I like component systems. I hate this fucking, like Jerry has back there, all in one. I don't like those systems, man. I want the components where I could freaking build it. I like equalizers, dude. I love equalizers so bad. So I had, um, I had an equalizer amp in my freaking 1988 Chevy Sprint. Mm -hmm. That thing ruled. And then my fucking dick from In-N-Out Burger put a fucking crate of beer in the front seat with ice and fucking busted it out. And mm. I was like crying. You fucked up my system, man. <laughs> I could never find a, a equalizer for my car stereo again. They don't make those anymore. Those no. things ruled. So um, since this is broken, it's just there for looks. I had to buy a CD player and a tape deck separately. And I plugged um, it into something else. I need a tape deck, man. I love tape decks. Oh, man, I love my tape deck. And I started buying cassettes again. Yeah, I want to buy cassettes. I'm, I'm, I'm resisting the urge to. <laughs> yeah, I hated cassettes because they'd always break. They always fucking. Then you hear. Or they eat up by a little one. circle thing. I know. I just want a tape deck to have a tape deck. <laughs> That's it. I don't want to buy cassettes. But let's get to baseball, man. Guess what? We're going to talk about the lockout, but the lockout is over. Woo! Yes. So excited. You know, every day. I've been looking and looking to see if they if they signed. And so finally today, and they're still going to play 162, I read. Yeah, because that was part of the deal. The players didn't want to get docked, eh? Yeah. So they're going to do double headers, I guess. And they got rid of the fucking ghost runner in extra innings. I hated That's that horrible. shit. I hated, I hated it. You know how many games we would have beat the Giants if there was no fucking ghost did, runner? Did they get rid of the shift? They got rid of the shift, too. Good. good. And they're keeping the DH, both leagues? Yeah, keeping the DH in both leagues. In both leagues. Now, um, I don't know. The shift was okay with me because it was a defensive move. Yeah, but that was – dude, when you don't have a third baseman, everybody's on the right the right side of the field. So they can ball the other way. Yeah, but the thing is, some hitters can't do that, man. They're not Tony Gwynn. Tony Gwynn's the only one who could hit the all fields, man. I mean, they're professionals. Just, just yeah. wait for the ball to come in a little bit more. Cody Bellinger gets most of his hits to right field. Cody Bellinger has come out against the shift. You know how many hits that fuck? You hit the ball in in the outfield. You should not. That should be a hit, not a fucking out. That's. But then, but then you know, if you think about other sports like basketball and football, they all have defensive shifts. Okay, but that is. You put a third baseman in second base. Come on, man. It's like telling football, oh, yeah, you can't put seven in the box anymore. You got to play a 4-3 at all times. 
I think there's a way. I think there's a way around that shift rule. That's though. different think... because the four or three, you could fucking throw a long bomb. You know, if you get an, you get a zero blitz, dude. If you throw it quick enough, you have a quick release. You could get a touchdown on that. You do that in baseball, it's just fucking easy outs. It sucks. You can't compare football to baseball. That's horrible. Okay. Even Tony Gwynn would lose a lot of hits on this shit. It's like Cody Bellinger. You know how many hits that guy got fucking robbed last year? He hit it over the first baseman, but the fucking sec- second baseman was in right field in front yeah. of the right fielder. Yeah. Shallow. Yeah. I mean, they would put one, two, three, maybe about seven players on the on the left side of second base. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there's going to be a feeding frenzy for free agents, so man, that's going to be that is going to be awesome because that's what we wait for in the off season. Not for my team, and the free agency and stuff like that. And now, now it's going to blow up because uh, spring training is going to start what Monday, Sunday, yeah. on Sunday. I heard yeah. Sunday. Oh yeah, my team's already been mathematically eliminated, dude. There's going to be twelve playoff teams now. They ain't gonna make it, dude. They ain't got nobody left on their team, man. Dude, you still have those other good players. You still got good pitching. They're gonna get traded, trust me. Hey, Jerry, who do you follow? The Reds. The Reds. Okay, that's what I thought. But aren't they building an um, offensive team with? No, with they, they dropped. They dropped. I mean, they got Jonathan India. He was the rookie of yeah. the year, I think. Was rookie uh, of the they, year. Got, they got rid of Nick Castellanos. They got rid of Jesse Winker, Scooter Bur- Scooter Barnett. Winker. Uh, he. I thought he wasn't a free agent. I thought no, it was they just Castellanos. They traded him to where? They traded him Fuck. Who's that pitcher? Freaking Miley. He had a really good season last year. Uh, I don't they're know. Wade Miley? Trade, uh, they're trying to trade a fucking... Uh, your guy from the Dodgers we got. Scooter? I uh, don't know who he is. the fuck's his name? Anyway, we got two, two pitchers that I think you were actually... Your team was actually looking to trade for, I think. Yeah, we're looking for trade for Luis Castillo. That's it. Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray. Sonny Gray, the other Sonny one. Gray. I would take Sonny Gray, but I don't want Castillo. Wow, uh, Castillo's awesome. He could stay with your team. Uh, I, I hope so. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is, you were talking about Freddie Freeman going to the Yankees. I don't think he will. They have two. They want. They need a shortstop. They don't need hitters. They need a shortstop up the middle. And they have Aaron Judge. He's up for a raise pretty soon. So I don't know. It'd be stupid to leave Atlanta, man. Why would you want to leave a world champion team? Because they disrespected him. They didn't want to give him a six-year contract. Why didn't they sign him right after the World Series? Yeah, right there and then. It would have been big news. And I was surprised that they didn't. I mean, why? I mean, why wouldn't you? He's been your most popular player, your 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 fan favorite for a long time now. And they shell out money. I mean, it's called saving money, money and they have fucking their player coming back, Akuna, next year, and they have all these other players they got. (laughs) I love watching them play the Marlins because every game it seems that guy. Yeah, you, you know the Marlins made a, <laughs> made a contract offer to Freddie Freeman before the lockout? Oh, uh, really? Yeah, uh, he ain't going there. <laughs> Nobody wants to go to the Marlins, man. Because no, look, even, uh, Derek Jeter quit there. Quit yeah, Derek there. Jeter yeah. left the Marlins, man. It's like well, The Marlins got some young hitters that are going to be good, but, you know. They traded all a... their good hitters, man. <laughs> they got a good farm team. They got one of the best farm teams in the league. Then yeah, in Tampa Bay. And how the hell... Do you guys still have one of the best farm teams in the league? <laughs> Who? 
You, you, the Dodgers. Because we know how to draft. You trade all your prospects for players, and you still got one of the best farm people. Because we know how to draft. Cheating motherfuckers, man. No, we know how to draft. We draft (laughs) pitching. You draft pitching. The Angels finally decided to draft pitching this year. It's like, you know what the Angels were lacking? Pitching. They have the only hitting they could get, but they can't keep a lead. No. The Angels have been lacking pitching for five or six years. And what have the Dodgers been built on their whole career? Pitching. That's the Dodger way. Pitching. Doesn't matter what general manager is with the Dodgers. They draft pitching. They're going to go 50 and 113 this year. Nah, dude, you don't know. But Max (laughs) Max Muncy was on uh, the Dodger radio station the other day. He said, "Do do you know how good we'd be with Freddie Freeman? I like playing second base better. <laughs> so uh, Max Muncy's already conceding first base to fucking uh, Freddie Freeman. Is Trevor Bauer back with you guys yet? He should be. I hope he is because he says he's ready to play. He better be because I like they- Trevor Bauer. He's a giant killer. Because um, I thought that they had dropped the, the, the lawsuit against him or the case against him, but – uh, baseball was still investigating. Yeah, baseball ain't gonna do shit. Nah, no, they're not gonna. I think that was a, that was a, that was a hose job. I think anyway. That, they they know that's a hose job, man. That lady was lying. Come on, you you complain about that he beat you up, but then you invited him back a second time. <laughs> Come on, that was that's just like a, Tyson. That was just a. No, money see, that's grab. why I've never, if I ever <laughs> become a millionaire or a billionaire, I'm never leaving my wife. You do you, dude, he's an idiot. She was you with me don't when I was hook four. up with somebody off fucking Instagram, <laughs> man. Especially yeah. when you have millions of dollars. You don't hook up with somebody yeah. on Instagram. He already exercised his option for this year. Yeah. Hmm. So he's well, back, a, man. Uh, stronger, of, of course, a stronger um, rotation with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. If, we, if we lose Kershaw or Kershaw retires... You know, Kershaw was good last year. I, I rumors that he's going to go to Texas, but then AJ Ellis, his former ca- catcher, says he'll never leave LA. We'll see. <laughs> so I hated when Bauer left Cincinnati, man. I mean, he was the first Cy Young winner since in the since the seventies, I think, for the Reds. Yeah, and he wanted to stay, but the Reds just couldn't afford him. The Reds are cheap. They they take all that luxury tax money and pocket it. Yeah, I wish they would have a ceiling, like I was talking about earlier, ceiling in a basement as far as. What you have to pay, like there's 120 million, let's say, as minimum a year in salary. You know, there's no like, floor. You know, like the NFL does, that you have to spend so much of your cap. Right. Or, yeah. Exactly. That'd be awesome, but baseball won't do that. But they did oh, no. raise the salary cap in this new deal, didn't they? There's no yeah. salary cap. There's no salary cap in the new deal. Well, in baseball. In baseball? No. Yeah, yeah, baseball. I think that the luxury tax cap. Luxury tax, okay. Yeah, that's kind yeah, of because rich teams don't care about that. No, they, they don't. Yeah, that's they're, okay. Um, there'll never be a salary cap in baseball. I mean, look at how they're fighting now just to do this. Imagine yeah. if the salary cap was introduced, we would never watch baseball again. The players don't want us. <laughs> All right, man, we're back. Uh, I had a power outage here in California. Go figure. Uh, but uh, I guess we're done with baseball now. Let's get into our top six albums, live albums. And I'll start yeah. with you, Andy. What's your sit number six? Uh, my number six, um, I've talked about a few, and, and I didn't want Jerry to hear me again, so I picked out some different ones. 
Oh, man, you're going to hear me again. Sorry, I didn't have anything to think about that. Oh, that's right. Um, number six, I'll go with Triumph Stages. Oh, oh that's yeah. a good one. Dang, I need that on vinyl. Dude, this is a fantastic album, dude. This is, you know, it it really plays um, a couple of, of tracks off their first album, Rock and Roll Machine, as well. And, um, of course, goes through Allied Forces. Um, Just a Game is another great album. And, you know, the... That's what I like about live albums. It's like the greatest hits, but yeah. play live where uh, the musicianship really grows, especially when it comes to rock music. They stretch out the songs. You the, very first the very first Triumph song that I ever heard was, uh, shit, what's the name of it? Yeah, think of it right now. Somebody's out there somewhere. That oh, that's from Hold Your That's from uh, yeah. Sport of Kings. And then I got into the old like, Allied Forces and all that, man, stuck in band rock. Oh, I've been into Triumph way before that album, dude. I was like way before. Uh, I was going through more of a punk, uh, rebellious type of stage in that, in that time. That's like middle 80s, right? Yeah, my neighbor got me into Allied Forces. So uh, he got me into Rush, too. Has so. anybody seen that special yet? No, it, I just read about it, dude. I've been wanting to see it. It's only available yeah. in... in but they said November, it should be wide release on DVD cool. and maybe streaming services in America. Awesome. But Ralph Vieira got a fucking copy of it, fucker. <laughs> Lucky guy. <laughs> I wanted to see that shit. And then what's your well, number that's a, that's a good choice, Andy. Yeah, it's a great choice. I love the Peter and the Wolf thing he does in the middle of Rock and Roll Machine. That's fucking amazing. Rick Emmett rules. So okay, what's your number six, Jerry? Well, number six, as I said before, it was a horribly done record. It's from Sticks. Tommy and JY were pretty much checked out by then. It's Sticks Caught Me Act. It's um, a good one. It's a. Uh, it had a kind of a goofy studio track in Music Time, which was, I don't know, okay, I guess. But you can just tell by the. Uh, it was recorded like crap. But, you know, it was one of the first albums that got me in. To live music. I mean, I was 12, 11 or 12 then. And it, I happened to get through my sister and I loved it, listened to it. At the time, I thought it was the greatest thing in the world, but I look back on it now, it really was a, not very well done, but it's still a sentimental live album. Yeah. I, I found that album in a thrift store for $6.99 unopened, virgin vinyl. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I love that fucking album. You know, I didn't pick, it wasn't one of my picks, but, um, but Al, you made me change one of my picks because my number five was going to be Tesla Replugged. But you brought up Triumph, and I'm not picking your Triumph, but this is an album that was supposed to be on my list. But sometimes you forget Triumph Live 1983 Us Festival. Oh, yeah. That's a fucking great album. That's raw Triumph right there, man. I'm not familiar with that one, actually. Yeah, Live 1983 from the Us Festival. They even have it on I'm DVD. I'm sure it kicks ass, but I'm just saying. Oh, dude, they kicked ass. It was more raw than... Stages is more studio magic, if you think about it. Uh, mm -hmm. Live 83 was them and their, all their glory, dude. They kicked ass that day, dude. Yeah, they really did. And um, I think it's available on Tubi. Yeah. The, on the Us concert. I used man. to have it on VHS. Yeah, I, I think it's got like Motley Crue and, and Judas Priest. This was like um, shout the devil Motley Crue time. Yeah, yeah. studs and the leather. Yeah, now, the thing is, Tramp. Before they did that, they were the only band who said we want the video rights, we want the audio rights, 
and they released their own Triumph Live at the S Festival CD and video. They were yeah. smart, man. Smart Canadians, man. Smart businessmen. Yeah. So what's your number? Um, what's number your five? number? Oh, wait. I didn't say my number six. I skipped No. One. Oh, I did. Oh, I did yeah. say my number six was Triumph. Okay, I got it. So what's your number five, uh, Andy? Yeah, um, this one, um, the band said that they um, that they did not approve this one and that they don't really consider it a release by them, but Live at Last by Sabbath. Ooh, I never heard that. Yeah, I've heard um, of it, but I'm not familiar with it, but I'm sure familiar it's pretty with it awesome. Either. Who was yeah. uh, who was who was singing there? Is that Ozzy or Ozzy? Yeah, it's Ozzy. Okay. It was Ozzy, but this was released without their permission by their previous management. Oh, yeah. So I this has tomorrow's dream, sweet leaf, killing yourself to live, snowblind, children of the grave, and sight to as war pigs, wicked world, and paranoid. Yeah, and that live That's album cool. they gave us a sabotage sabotage box that was pretty good. I got yeah. that. I got that right here. What was that live album? It's uh, the North American Tour, 1979. That was pretty good. Tour. Is acid on the yeah, 79. That was for the for the different tour. It wasn't a sabotage yeah. tour. Yeah, the um, never say die tour. 79. Wait, am I reading this wrong? Maybe it's 75. <laughs> sabotage. Yeah, it's 75, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I read the number. I, I'm old, man. I sabotage. That's a good box set. It was cheap too. It wasn't that expensive. But I got the CD version. Uh so what's your number uh five, Jerry? My number five. Oh boy, Savannah gets talked about a lot. Good and bad. And our favorite person, uh let's just say his name is TR, is a huge fan of him. Uh, Pink Floyd Pulse. Uh, love that live record. Great freaking concert. First time I ever got to see him live. Uh, it was nice to see David, you know, Rick and Nick play together. They had a, they had a great band with them. Um, like when I saw them, they did Astronomy Divine. Is that on the, the new one? Didn't you get this too? I haven't gotten it yet. No, I got the original Pulse. So I don't have the deluxe. Oh, this is the new video. I thought you bought the new video. Strong no, I got video. the old Pulse video that came out, not the updated one. Oh, I just, I haven't watched it yet. I'm just looking at the track. Oh, no. So it, it, they did the whole dark side of the movie. It was open. Oh, yeah. Night. It has concert screen time. It says, uh, Shine On, Speak to Me, Great Geek in the Sky, SM, Brain Damage, Brain Damage. Yeah, they did the whole dark side album. Yeah, I see that. I thought Astronomy Jumaine was on here. I guess not. Yeah, it's um, like the video, some songs were on, but those songs were on the CD. It was kind of weird. Yeah, this is yeah, concert yeah. screen film, but uh, documentaries on the second side. It was opening night of the tour in Miami. It was just freaking incredible experience. The only other Pink Floyd experience, and I was talking to Andy, that was better than that, was the Live 8 when they got together for 15 minutes and played all four of them. Yeah. Uh, oh, that was incredible, but... Uh, I know people have different views on the, uh, you know, Gilmore area era, but I love David. He's one of my favorite guitar players. And uh, yeah. actually, I don't know why that's not higher, but that should be higher on my list. I don't know why it's not. Um, like anyway. I was telling you when we were off screen, 
that on Division Bell's a fantastic album. It is. Oh, yeah. Really just, yep. Division Bell is fantastic. And that's when I saw them at the Rose Bowl. But I was so pissed off that my friend gave me bad weed. <laughs> I was like, uh, dude, yeah, I'm not man. getting high at a Pink Floyd concert. This sucks, dude. You suck. <laughs> and I socked him in the face, dude. And he didn't do nothing because I bought the tickets. But I never knew that would be the last time that they would actually go on tour. I never knew that that would be the last time. Nice. But I'm glad I got to see him, so. I didn't get high at a Pink Floyd concert. That sucked. But <laughs> my number five is uh, <coughs> Scorpions Worldwide Live. I told you it was on there, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> you knew I'd pick that one? Yeah. I we were talking Scorpions. about it. We were talking about it. I love that. I, I didn't put that. I said I didn't put that on mine because I guarantee you, I bet you, you two probably did. <laughs> I did, and I put it on mine. And we were talking about it when we were yeah. off the. When that, we thought we were still being recorded, <laughs> we we're still talking. Yeah. yeah, I I remember getting that on Laserdisc. Remember Laserdisc? Yeah, oh yeah. That was the first concert I ever bought on Laserdisc on DVD, kind of digital format, and that concert yeah. just ruled. Yeah. But it was this cheap Laserdisc player. I had to turn that shit over, and it was a Yamaha. Fucking. Dude, those things are still worth a ton of money, man. I love my Laserdisc player, and it got stolen with my component stereo. Oh, oh man, that uh, sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and so Jerry and I were talking. Was that for the Savage Amusement Tour or um? I, love was, it. I think it's Love It for Sting. Okay, yeah. You're, I thought about it now. It is, it is Love It yeah. for Sting. Love it for I just want to double check to make sure. That's a great album and concert video, man. You yeah. guys check it out. I just love it when they're in Japan and these little Japanese girls go. And I was telling Andy also, I think it's mostly recorded actually live. Live, it is. not that much studio work on it. It's really great. So, what's your number four, Andy? Um, I'm going to stick with one that I had spoke about earlier. Um, no effects. I don't really know that band. Yeah, this punk is band. A, they've actually gotten worse live. Oh. It's a punk band. Um, I, love that, I love that name. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, cool. They only get worse live. <laughs> um, they, they are out of the Oakland, um, San Francisco Bay Area. Punk band? The Chops. And they got their own um, record label called Fat Chord Records. And um, there's different, um, they sound a lot of their bands that sound like them. They're like punk rock. Um, they've been around since 87. And they're still going out there today. And they're still putting out some pretty good music. I heard of them, but I never took the time to listen to them. I'm trying to like it's some good punk music if you're into punk, man. It's pretty I good. I love Thin Lizzy. I just have I only had Chinatown and uh, uh what's the other one? The other ah, the one with the uh, fucking the boys are back in town. Jailbreak. Yeah, jailbreak. I only had those two albums, so I've never really dove deep into Thin Lizzy because I'm I know that live album. I do like that live album, but I probably would have put that in my mix. But I need to get more into Thin Lizzy before I do that, you know. Yeah. I, I am um, bought that, that Live and Dangerous, but I yeah. haven't heard it yet. Yeah, Live and Dangerous is pretty good. I got the digital. It's pretty damn good. I would like to get that on vinyl. But um, what's what your I number ask? four, Jerry? Live of Budokan, Cheap Trick. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, what can you not like about that record, man? <laughs> I mean, I Want You to Want Me, for example, just blew away the studio version. I don't even like the studio version. I think it's weak. Um, well, studio version is weak. It's like blue. I want you to want me. It's, it's, I couldn't even know. I didn't even know that was him when I when I, when I first heard it. I'm like, it was just so so poppy and weird. But uh, 
man, the, the songs on there were so raw and so freaking just ugh, kick ass. I love that. What do you guys think of it? Dude, I got that on <laughs> Japanese vinyl. It's a fucking great album. It's like yeah. I didn't pick it because people know I'm going to pick that shit. <laughs> they yeah. know I'm going to pick fucking Cheap Frick. I'm always. We were talking, talking about how they still make music and nobody cares if they don't like it. They still love making music and putting out records. Yeah, I just heard the. Uh, the rock and metal combat podcast on the new album their review of it yeah i haven't heard the new one but i heard the last album they did a couple years ago and that was pretty oh, good. i like a different world uh uh ralph likes it more than ian spoiler alert but uh <laughs> but i like it i think ian needs to listen to it more <laughs> but um, oh, like i was telling jerry i just recently heard budokan not probably within the past year i always just pass it up and pass it up and pass it up because, you know, I just did. And I had cheap, you know, stuff. I just kept skipping that album. And then I finally got it, and I finally played it. I'm like, man, why did I wait so long? Because it's a really good album. That's I enjoyed a, it. That's an, that's an album that made them. That yeah. album was not even supposed to be released in America. Mm -hmm. But it got so many hits in in Japan. Sony decided, hey, or whatever, well, Sony now decided, let's release it in America. And it's blew up yeah. freaking made their next two albums heaven tonight and dream police big hits because of that album yep. so because yeah. the first album was a, <laughs> was a bomb dude and that album rules yeah yeah that's tax, the tax man mr thief fucking yeah. great fucking and you should you should check out the full version of budokan they have that out too hmm. it's really good uh my oh. number four is I didn't think any of you guys would pick this, so I picked it. The Way We Walk, Genesis, Volumes 1, The Longs, Volume 2, The Shorts. The Longs I like is, Genesis. I'm familiar with their songs, but I don't think I've ever heard their live albums. Dude, oh, The yeah. Way We Walk. Oh, dude, you haven't yeah. heard Three Sides Live? I've probably heard songs off of here and there, but not all I, I didn't pick that one because the fourth side is all studio. But yeah. the three sides, that's why it's called Three Sides Live for vinyl. You know, three, the first three sides are live. But Genesis... Here's my thing with, let me say one thing. I'm sorry. Here's my thing with the Genesis. I like Genesis, but there are times where I can't tell if it's a Phil Collins song or a Genesis song. Oh, uh, it's very easily. But I like them all, though, so that's good. So. If you listen to them more, you could under, listen to the land. Well, because Phil blends with uh, Pete on a lot of those songs, early stuff. Right. No, I understand. I'm just saying I'm not that... I'm, I'm a, I'm a casual Genesis fan. Well, everything up to the Lamb Lies Down on Broadway is all Peter. Mm -hmm. And then no, when you, like get, the, to a, you yeah. get to a trick of the tail, that's Phil Collins' era. Yeah, I like Peter Gabriel era. Yeah, I like both eras. <laughs> I love both eras, but Phil does sing one song on Selling England by the Pound. Yeah. Yeah, he does sing one track. But other than that, it's all Peter. I like both eras, and that's a great pick because um, the way that we walk live, um, the long and the short, man. I think I wore out that short big time. It was awesome. Yeah, I like the longs great. better. Yeah. <laughs> I just like that medley. Oh yeah. my god, that medley just rules. It's like old and new mixed together. It's like it's so amazing. Phil Collins, dude, what a great live performer. Like I said on the post on Freeform that he is the face of the 80s, not yeah, Michael yeah. Jackson, not fucking Madonna. It's fuck. It, Prince is up there with him, but Phil did movies, produced, wrote, played drums, played with Zeppelin at Live Aid, 
playing yeah. <laughs> two different continents in one one day at Live Aid. Who does that? And fucking had fucking soundtracks, Miami Vice, fucking Maryland. Robert Plant's, Robert Plant's solo albums. He did yeah, uh, he produced uh, Eric, Clapton. Uh, Eric Clapton, Behind the Sun, played drums yeah. on that whole album. That's my favorite album by Eric Clapton. Fucking Phil Collins drumming on there, man. Forever, uh, man, rules. It's a great album. Unfortunately, yeah. I don't have it anymore because some asshole ripped it off years ago. I got to uh, buy that one. one? Uh, forever uh behind the sun oh, only man. that's the only eric clapton album i ever owned and i do like august the album after it's pretty good too i'm joining you slow hand? huh you don't own slow hand no oh, I, I don't like yeah we did a review on that what's that 468 something ocean boulevard 461 ocean boulevard yeah i didn't like yeah. half of it it's very yeah. like luster it really it's is very boring and He's Frank hit and miss with me. Stuff is boring. I like his. I like his second version of After Midnight from the Miller MGD commercial. It's faster. Got a groove to it. The original version is like After Midnight. I like the uh, slow. He goes After Midnight. He's fucking holding those notes on that album on that song. I like that version better. But the way we walk, the longs, and the way and the shorts, dude. You should listen to that, Jerry. Get an really amazing should. record, and the lamb lies down on Broadway is not too shabby. So, I was I've been in a Genesis mood. I was listening to Trick of the Tail, and then and then there were three. Uh, that's when Steve Hackett left, and it was just yeah. them three. Great fucking. They album. uh, they have any live albums with Peter Gabriel? I don't think so. Yeah. Oh, they do. They live. Do. Genesis live. It Genesis was their first one. It's um, uh, this one right here. I think. I didn't know that. I probably haven't got that far back. I know in the beginning, their first album. Yeah. Um, is it this one? Yeah, it's this one. That oh, yeah, I know that album. Yeah. yeah Dude, this he wore album costumes. Here. Yeah, he yeah. was a, a weird individual at first when he first came. Yeah. Out. He's still weird. <laughs> he has um, side two, is just musical box and the knife. Nice. The knife such a kick ass song. And Watcher the Sky. Yeah, just great band to get into everything yeah everything by genesis yeah even the dude who replaced phil collins is okay album like all no stations i really haven't gotten into that it's okay I, man it's not bad it's not like gary sharon van halen <laughs> even though i like that album now i didn't like it when i first bought it but and um it's not that that i didn't like i just never gave it a shot and that's not right of me yeah, I, I like that album. But let's get to your number three, Andy. What's your number three? Oh, yeah, number three. Yeah, it can be long-winded sometimes. I'll pull out the same one. Well, I could talk Genesis all day, dude. Um, <laughs> Beatles at the... Um, oh, yeah. At the Hollywood Bowl. Been a good one. Um, The thing with this one, like I was telling Jerry, to these, um, when at this time when they were playing live, the Beatles... The girls were all screaming. You, they barely could hear themselves. And, dude, they would just play these songs so damn fast. You know, they would just go, go, go. That's and, why they stopped touring. Yeah, they stopped touring because they just couldn't hear themselves anymore. And when they stopped touring, they started to do studio work. And we all know where that studio work led to. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of the best recordings you can ever think of. Um, But, yeah, dude, th this is badass. It's got help. Um. A Hard Day's Night, Things We Said Today. You know, if you're a Beatle fan, you got to throw this on and still know every single song. 
Well, I know all those songs. I don't. I know. I need that album. <laughs> yeah, look at it. It's really good. And then, um, yeah. So that's my number three. Doors live at the Hollywood Bowl is a good live album too. Yeah. Uh, fucking great. What's your number uh, three, Jerry? Number three is probably it's a live album technically, but I don't think there's nothing live about it. It's Kiss Alive too. It's alive again. Too. Again, another time period for me. One of my sister's boyfriend either left it over there or she stole it one of the two. Thank you, Amy. And it was just floating around and I played it all the time. I loved it. And I was telling Andy how we remember we used to, we're sitting in the living room waiting for Kiss Me's the Phantom of the Music Bar to come on CBS. <laughs> just good like, time, man. That sounds like me waiting for the Beatles' uh, Yellow Submarine. And there were some really, there were some good nuggets, good studio tracks on that fourth side, though. Uh, the yeah. Rocket Ride, All American Man. Uh, what else is on there? All American anyway. Man. Uh, hold on, I got it right here actually on the floor. I didn't care for the Any Way You Want It. I didn't really care for that one, but uh, I, um, yeah. Any Way You Want It, uh, All, All American, American Man. That's it. Yeah. Rocket in the USA and Larger Than Life. Yeah, yeah that's a great. Uh, that's a great album. I, I didn't pick Kiss because I knew one of you guys would. So <laughs> I found this. Uh, this was on the floor right next to my foot. Yeah. And he opened up the gatefold on that album, man. It was like the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life, too, at that time. Was... Yeah, and in fact, at the Rock and Roll podcast, uh, we were talking about Kiss, and Al had the, had the gatefold and for that. Yeah. Badass. I, I, need to get the, I need to get a live and a live to you on vinyl. I have them on CD. Because that's a Kiss I like. I, I'm mainly... Yeah. The old kiss, or like Vinnie Vincent kiss, or some weird kiss. So, <laughs> unfortunately, that was pretty much the end of kiss. As yeah. is that for that period, it was pretty much the end of them. But, uh, well, you have Robert, what Dick Wagner playing on some of those solos for, yeah, Ace. I thought Bob Cullen, Bob Cullen played on a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, so which, uh, my number three, I already said three. my no, my number three is uh, Rush Live in Rio, and I was looking for my CD and my video uh dvd and i can't find it to show you but that is no. an exit stage left no it's not exit. live in rio is like the best dude it's got is everything it? old new i thought exit stage the left audience is fucking life. amazing the the people in brazil are just amazing rock They're audiences nuts, man they are fanatical down there man i got that iron maiden uh 666 uh live the video mm -hmm. and those fans down there are just freaking fanatical man and they're I assume it's just more than Iron Maiden's fans, but those guys there you go nuts. Yeah, dude. Really? It's that, it's that yeah. rock music they did. They love yeah. it. I would love yeah. to go down there for a for a festival. Like those big festivals that they yeah. have. Yeah. I would dude, too, man. But live in Rio, dude, the crowd. It's like the if you watch the, the DVD, I have it somewhere. And it's usually right in my view, and now I can't find it when I need to find it. But they're just like jumping like this. Yeah, they're all into it, dude. I've never seen it. That's like a black church, dude. It's yeah. like damn for music. It's like dude, there's nothing release. There's no better freaking release than a good freaking rock and roll concert, man. I'm telling you. No. You come yeah. out sweating with your voice gone and feeling good afterwards. That's when you know you had a really good time. I'm seeing oh, priest yeah, yeah, <laughs> next Tuesday, man. I'm I can't wait to be my third time seeing priest. So oh, I'm that's looking forward to that. So what's your, what's your number two, uh, Andy? Yeah, my number two is going to be one of my favorite artists. I, uh, My uncle got me into this guy, 
and I love it. Um, I've got other live albums by him, but this is my favorite by him, Zappa in New York. Ooh, nice. Zappa it's rules. So Ian Wadley got me into Zappa. Zappa's badass. I man. bought that CD, Loose Allures, or whatever. It's pretty damn good. Um, yeah, Zoot Allures. Zoot Allures, yeah. Zoot Allures. Yeah, hey, dude, um, this has, you know, the thing with his live albums, he doesn't have hit songs on here. It's it's whatever Zappa wanted to do. You know? is, <laughs> dude, he got yeah. he got on the PMRC for instrumental song. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, damn. But yeah. Zappa was a genius. Me and uh, Lee uh, reviewed the album with Valley Girl on that album and rolled too. Son's a great guitar player too. Oh yeah, Dweezil. Oh, great guitar player. He got named after his mom's little toe. <laughs> they had some weird name for their kids. What, Moon, Moon? Za- Moon Unit Zappa. Yeah. Moon She's Unit on Valley Girl. Yeah. yeah. Valley Girl. Like, barf me out. Yeah. <laughs> Gag me with a spoon. So what's your number two, Jerry? Oh, the Mighty Zep song remains the same. I know it's not the best, again, the best recordings of them ever, but I love the raw energy on it. Mm-hmm. I love Bant to this plug in and freaking play, dude. Yeah. That album reminds me of that. Uh, I know they retired at the end of the one. tour. Uh, I was like, it was just at the time, again, like I said, it was the time yeah. period for me getting into Zeppelin. I mean, yeah, loved it. Great freaking uh, album, too, as far as. Uh, booklet and everything in it and then and the concert video is awesome with the extra movies they put into it you know yeah yeah that was a midnight showing for years i remember right. just seeing that and i wasn't in the set so i never went to it at that time i was actually going to a catholic school at the time and they found out i watched that and they were not happy with me <laughs> judging <laughs> christians a, yeah i'm, I'm, a, cri- I'm a christian but i don't judge anybody not right. my job but uh i would have picked all the west was one Nah, or, just, or BBC sessions. Those are my two favorite by Zeppelin. Dude, the BBC sessions are is bad. They are good. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I didn't pick Zeppelin because people thought I would pick Zeppelin. Nobody will ever top. I don't care what anybody says. Zeppelin. I know you guys like Rush and Genesis and all that. Pink Floyd, oh, maybe, but Zepp is definitely my all time. I'm, pi- I'm picking albums. Nobody's picked the same albums. This is fucking cool so far. No, and in fact, I would put Zeppelin on top of Genesis. And, um, I mean, they did everything right. Yeah. When John Bonham died, they stopped. They have a yeah. legacy. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Kiss is destroying their legacy for what they're doing now. Yeah. And uh, that matters, I think. I mean, that matters they a never lot. hardly look back. I mean, they did, they did what, maybe two or three shows? Three or four, maybe, at the most. Reunion shows, I mean. With their so, son, I mean, Jason. I mean, they did it. They knew when to call it quits, and that's it. They left the legacy. It still kicks ass today. I mean, yeah. It does. Yeah. And that um, recording with um, Jason Bonham, I forgot the name of that album. Um, the, the one, one where they're at Wembley, right? At O2, I think. Yeah, O2. Yeah, Wim- yeah O2 Arena. That's a yeah. great, great video. Oh, so dude, that, like, the version of Cashmere on that is fucking awesome. I'm like, waiting for them to come out on Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or fucking 4K. Clan's voice was actually really top notch there too. Yeah, yeah. That's but when I they were try. thinking about keep keeping it going, but Robert Plant said no, and they were uh, auditioning yeah. Hagar and uh, Steven Tyler. They offered him a hundred million dollars, I think, didn't they? For all four. Plant, yeah, but he wanted to go make that stupid bluegrass album. I don't think Plant said he would never do it because he was such a good friend with John Bonham. Mm-hmm. 
He said, well, they just, came in a band together because Robert yeah. Plant suggested him. Yeah, so uh, great choice that was. Yeah, my number two is uh, you guys are probably gonna laugh at me, but I think uh, Simple Minds Live in the City of Light is a fucking great live album. Oh, I'll laugh at you, huh? I've always heard about that album. Them and their freaking prime. Oh, Jungle Land, Alive and Kicking. Fucking, it's got Up on the Catwalk. It's got all their fucking classics, plus the new ones of Once Upon a Time. It's a fucking great fucking album. It's like, that's the first live album where I go, fuck. <laughs> fucking, because I wasn't into Kiss back then. I wasn't into all these other live bands. Like, UFO would have been one. I got into UFO later, Strangers in the Night. Great album, but I'm talking about albums that just made my mind up. Like the top two are just like albums I got into when I was a kid that opened me up to live music. So Sim Simple Minds, Live in the City Light, Rules, Jim Kerr, and I forgot the guitarist name. Fucking great band. Yeah, they're pretty good. I, I just know their hits. Yeah, you yeah. Need, dude, that's all you need to know, really. A live album is all hits. So good. It's double cassette when I add it. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know they had that many hits. Dude. I'm about to check them out because, you know, I don't know like what that. Don't, don't you forget, forget about me? Yeah, don't uh, you forget about alive me. and kicking. Okay, I know that one too. Uh, sanctify yourself. Okay, I know that one too. It's all on MTV. Up on the catwalk. That's them. I thought that was in excess. No, up on the catwalk is fucking them. Sanctify no, yourself. Sanctify. Is sanctify yourself is them. Fucking Once Upon a Time is a fucking great album. I'm thinking of Mystify Me. Never mind. I'm that was wrong. in excess. But you, even in excess had a great album, Live Baby Live. Great out live album, too, if you want to talk about them. But Simple Minds, dude, that, that was a great double cassette. I found it on uh, Amazon on CD for $14.99, but they had the used vinyl for $14.99. And I'm thinking, should I get the vinyl or the fucking CD? So I'm like, ah, I don't know. But I love that album. So we get to our number one. What's your number one, Andy? Our number one, just yesterday, uh, me and Will Toast, who's got a great Rush page. In fact, I was going to, I don't know, are you part of Will's Rush page? Be Cool or Cast Out? Oh, no, that's um, Al. But um, but, but there's someone, um, there's another guy with us in Black Spinner Circle that's on there sometimes. His name's William Toast. He's got his own Rush page called Will's Rush page. Cool. Yeah. I, I have a Rush page, too. I will send you the invite as well. Okay. But um, last night on um, Rock and Roll, he was on there with me, and we were reviewing Neil Young albums from 1989 to 2012. I'm a big Neil Young fan, so Live Rust, man. That's a good this one. This is a badass album. I love Neil Young. Um, Side One is just pure acoustic. And then after that, he said, let's bring out the horse. And here mm -hmm. came out Crazy Horse for sides two three and four and man they crank that shit up um it's so you know he's always been important to me ever since i was in high school and ever since then i tried to collect as much Neil young as i can and See, that's what it's all about it's like when he, he grew up with all these people and when some one of them dies it feels like he lost a family member you know yeah yeah really we earlier about tom petty yeah and, yeah that's hard, man. I still can't believe it. I always thought I'd have time to see him in concert, man. It's something I'm going to regret the rest of my life. I've never you seen know, him I live. saw I saw him once, and then he came around for the 50th anniversary, and this taught me a lesson. I said, you know what? I'll see him. He'll come again. I'll see him next right. time. 
and that was never our next time. So now I go to everything that I want to go because you never know. That's what I did with Y&T. I had to go see Y&T. They were fucking awesome. But, um, yeah, I tried to do that. I wanted to see Tom Petty his last year at the Rose Bowl. I couldn't get tickets, but I already saw him seven times. So I don't really have any regrets about him. Yeah. But if I can, Neil Peart, I got real regrets with that forum show. Uh, I have that video time stand still chronicling that last tour. So fucking great. That was the last show, wasn't it? Last show, yeah. Neil Peart actually came down on the stage. Stage, yeah. It's a great (laughs) Blu-ray, man. But um, what's your number two, Jerry? To me, this is the standard of live albums. And I'll give number you one, I mean, number one. I'll give you a hint what it is. What is it? See if you can guess what it is. Easy Scream talk. for me, Long Beach. Oh, Iron Maiden, live in Long Beach. Uh, live I mean, after that's death. the ultimate live album. Live after made. death. Yeah. Live after death. Power Slave album tour. I unfortunately didn't get to see that one, but man, I just... Blew my mind away when I first heard that whole album. Perfect. The fucking rhyme of the Ancient Mariner version on that album is so amazing with the fireworks and everything going off in the background. Uh, Bruce's voice was in top-notch form back then. Some people say uh, that his voice wasn't top-notch on that album, though. No. I disagree with you on that. I think he lost it after Seven Sun, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But uh, I saw him live a couple anyway, of years opinion, ago and they were good. Just, uh, I don't know, just... The set list was so amazing on it, too. I, mean, I wish yeah. I would have dove a little bit more into the Paul Diano years. I mean, they do like Sanctuary, or Sanctuary Running Free and stuff. Well, the new, don't they do uh, Rube Morgue on the bonus tracks on the new one? Do they? I, I like to hear that or Prodigal Son or Killers. Yeah, or I think they like do. That. They have bonus tracks. On the I would love to hear that. But man, yeah. that album, I still, I, there's not a month goes by where I don't listen to it. At least a Murderers month. in the Room more. There I go. Murderers in the Room more, yeah. yeah. My favorite live album, to me, it can't be beat. Uh, man, I can't believe I didn't put that in there. But yeah, it's badass. Well, people would have predicted me putting that in there, so I didn't put it in there. <laughs> I want to give people curve. I mean, in the freaking album cover, man. Jeez. That is a great album cover. Man. <laughs> There's You've been in Iron Maiden longer than I have, dude. I got an Iron Maiden in like '89. Oh yeah, Power Slave. Somebody gave me Power Slave, and I just loved that. And I went back and bought them all when they came out back to America. I bought those, you know, those mini, the ones that look like mini uh, vinyl. Yeah. And reissued. I got all those reissued ones. Yeah. But uh, they were yeah, out. I mean, quick, I got, so. The Beast on the Road was another good live album, but there's a definitely difference in the voice. What about Made in England? That's a good one, too. In England, yeah. Everybody uh, seems to like that one better than uh, yeah. Live After Death. Well, yeah, a lot of people like the Paul Diana years better. I personally, I, I like them, don't get me wrong, but you give me Number of the Beast and then Killers, maybe. But Number of the Beast is my favorite album by them. Yeah, I like that. That's kind of my, I like Power Slave better. Um, my favorite would be the Number of the Beast. Number of the Beast. Yeah. I, I wore that album out when I got into it, so that's why. Power Slave. No, actually, it's freaking Peace of Mind. Revelations. I mean, Slide Icarus. Revelations. Trooper. Yeah, that's my favorite. You know, the last couple of uh, um, months, I've been getting deep into Somewhere in Time. That's a great you know, album. Two really turns. You can hear the prog coming in. The prog yeah. metal leading to Seventh Son of the Seventh Son. You, you can hear that change going on. 
Yeah, people didn't like that. People don't like that change. I didn't mind it that much. I loved it, man. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I like I, mean, I, I like the mix I, with Prague because I like. Do I Prague. think it's? Do I think it's good with the eighty stuff? Nah, but no, well, it's I mean, not. that was tech, that late eighty stuff. That was actually, but yeah, earlier stuff I prefer. But I don't mind seven. I like seven suns. A great record. Yeah, uh, I think you had me on there for a review, didn't you, Mark? On your show? Yeah, you were on that. I think you liked half the album. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. But um, my number anyway. one album is going to piss Kiss fans off. <laughs> because you know what? It's not Ario Speedwagon, man. It's fucking Kiss. You know, fuck you guys. It's fucking Ario Speedwagon. Wow. Live, you get what you play for. That is the fucking first live album I ever got into. Uh-huh. Like, I love Ario, so. Yeah, that fucking album is like fucking classic Ario before Bruce came into the band. Fucking with the original bass player. It's just so fucking raw as fuck. 157 Riverside Avenue, riding a storm out. Fucking great stories that Kevin tells about Gary Richraff. You know, that little stick Fucking great guitar player lost. Fucking Gary Richraff is just amazing on I think Golden Country's on that album also. Live. Fucking great record, man. Dave is pretty good, though. He's actually been the only other guitar player, hasn't he? Dave Amato, yeah. What sucked is when, too. I, when I saw them live, Brian hit. When I saw them live, Dave had COVID, so they went acoustic on me years ago. It still sounded kind of cool, though. They were cool, the and it was like a once-in-a-lifetime moment. <laughs> At least I can. But I want to see Dave shred. Yeah. <laughs> I love Dave. It was like, oh, this is disappointing. Well, the good I thing about Ario is they tour like a 500 times a year. So you yeah, then Sticks and Loverboy are playing in the summer. I'm probably yeah. going to get tickets for that. Because yeah, I want to see Loverboy. Oh, yeah, I'll probably get a grass seat for that one. I can't get grass seats. I I've just seen seat. Stick so many times. I, I I hope Ario plays first so I can leave. Unless That's what happened last time. Unless there's <laughs> somebody to help me off the grass, because my bad knees, man. <laughs> I <ain't> getting up. <laughs> I love Stick. Don't get me wrong, but they play the same songs every tour. Dude, they changed when I saw them. It's different songs. They even added three new songs, which is awesome. Yeah, but I want to hear the. I don't want to hear anything off Crash of the Crown. Not that Dude, Crash of the Crown is a great album, man. <laughs> I'm gonna have listen. I don't mind, but I took dude. I'm gonna have you. I'm gonna make you listen to it again. I'm gonna bring you on freeform and make you <laughs> oh, review no. it. Because I don't rules. I'll be like Ralph on your uh, balance. Uh, it took interview. me three. To, that he just came on there. He wanted to talk, so <laughs> he didn't really want to review that album. <laughs> but I do need to redo balance, even to Lee Chagrin. But. Uh, Oh, fuck, I love Aria Speedwagon. I always will love Aria Speedwagon. Uh, rest in peace, Gary Richraff. You ruled. You were my first all-time favorite guitar player. Wow. And you're still up there, man. And Eddie took over when I first heard Van Halen. I think yeah. Roll with the Changes is some of the best guitar work ever, I think. Oh, my God. I love piano playing, dude. <laughs> that song is just right there. Time for Me to Fly. A great song, too. You could tune a piano or tune a fish. What clever songwriting. <laughs> and fucking an instrumental on that album, too. Oh, well, that's our top six, man. Yeah. Oh, man. It's, uh, you, we need you to promote yourself, Andy. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, we're going to be doing the best of the top 10 of 1987 over on the Rock and Roll podcast with Black Spinner on Wednesday night. We usually do it on Thursday, but since it's St. Patty's Day, we thought a lot of people might be out that night. So we changed it to the 16th. 
at 7 p.m. We're gonna have a, a six-person panel at that one. It's gonna be me and me and Bob Rowe and Al Horta and Kate Dore and um I love all those people. And Scott yeah, I've, been getting, I've been getting to know them on that uh community page on Yeah, we, we need to get we need to get like you, Robert, and Kate on an episode here. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. And great. Al, if Al could stay out of the basement. <laughs> yeah. Before I, I go, I want to say I want to say a shout. I'm sorry, I want I want to say a shout to our buddy Charles, man. He was supposed to be on our show tonight, but he couldn't. But he's going to Poland. Poland. Yeah. Do some work there. Oh wow! I hope he I hope he stays safe. It's a really scary situation going on in that area right now, and I yeah. pray that everybody just freaking. I hope it just ends soon, man. It's just. A tragedy going on right now and i just hope he stays safe everybody in that area stays safe well yeah. if you are who edwin kind of stretchy thinks you are uh take out putin for us so yeah uh, <laughs> there you go <laughs> and watch the oligarchs go crazy yep i think they're already pinched right now what is that team chelsea they can't run the team right now no. it's, it's like he's trying to he's trying to too. sell it either yeah so uh, we don't want to get down on politics or war, but uh, right. thoughts and prayers for you guys out there in Ukraine. We love you, man. I'm sorry I'm a pussy and I don't know how to shoot a gun. Nate. Oh, Nate Atchison. Forgot to tell you. Fuck you on your rush hate, bitch. I heard that episode you gave of uh, the other band in Canada that you can't stand. I know who the fuck you're talking about. I knew that was a personal dig at me, bitch. <laughs> I'm just joking. But uh, if you know Nate, uh, Andy, he's from the Plug podcast, Music and More, with him and Metal Mike Tyler. Pretty good. Check out their podcast. I'm in the middle of the new one and I heard him dig me. Uh, <laughs> but I do agree with you guys on all that Ukraine stuff you guys are talking about. They get a little political in there, so it's a pretty good episode. Check that out and uh, check them out on Facebook. They're really cool dudes. All right, man. Uh, we need you guys to subscribe. Uh, share this episode. Uh, we hope you guys had a good night. And uh, thank you, Al, for uh, Andy, not Al. I'm still pissed off at Al. Thank you, Andy. I had a little whiskey. I get the A's mixed up there. But thank good you. Andy. Your power came back on. Who? It's good that your power came back on. Yeah, power went off. We were out for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And you guys are finishing the show, but I was the one recording. So that would have been fun. Yeah, show must go on, man. Show, show must go on. Yeah. All right, you need to hit the record button too, buddy, on your side if you can once in a while. All right, guys, thank you and have a good night, man. Take care, Bye. everybody. Later. Bye.